Made in Montana. News with Jay Scott. Bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is proposing administrative rules for use of the Madison River from the outlet of Quake Lake to its confluence with the Jefferson River near Three Forks. The plan would, in part, establish a cap on the number of commercial outfitters at last year's levels, restrict commercial use from the Great Cliff Fishing Access Site to the Jefferson River, prohibit the use of any vessel or float tube to gain access for angling in two specific areas to help eliminate conflicts between boats and weight anglers, and it would prohibit the use of glass containers on the river. The proposal will be presented at the next meeting of the Fish and Wildlife Commission on April 19th, but no decision will be made at that meeting. The next step is to seek public input on the proposal as a start to the process. Medical marijuana providers in Montana have begun testing, labeling, and tracking their products under new rules that allow state officials to keep close tabs on pot plants from seedling until they're sold. Regulators are writing some rules still, including a determination of how much marijuana a provider can have. The Health Department is expected to publish a new proposal on Friday, but it won't go into effect until after a public hearing in May. Online systems for provider licensing and the tracking of plants will be implemented gradually. Providers will have to renew their permits when their current one is due to expire or by the end of the year, whichever comes first. Providers with 10 or fewer patients aren't required to test their marijuana until 2020. Providers must pay annual licensing fees of between $1,000 and $5,000, depending on how many patients they have, and pay a 4% tax on gross sales. An advanced practice registered nurse and a certified nurse midwife can continue to provide abortions in Montana, as long as they have proper training. They're challenging the constitutionality of a state law that only allows physicians and physician assistants to perform abortions. District Judge Mike Menahan has issued a preliminary injunction in the case of Helen Weems of Whitefish and an unidentified midwife. They're suing over the Montana Abortion Control Act. The Montana Supreme Court ruled in 1998 that any abortion restrictions violate the constitutional rights of a patient to obtain a lawful medical procedure from a health care provider of her choice. Menahan, in his decision, wrote, the state has not met its burden in showing a compelling state interest in restricting Montana women's fundamental right to privacy. The state said preventing enforcement of the Montana Abortion Control Act would result in unqualified advanced practice registered nurses performing abortions. The state, however, did not provide any evidence to support that claim, according to the judge. The group behind the ballot measure that could have closed mines in Butte and Whitehall has withdrawn the initiative. Yes for Responsible Mining, a consortium of about 10 environmental groups, have pulled Ballot Issue 12, which some felt could have shut down both Butte's Montana Resources and Whitehall's Golden Sunlight Mines, costing 500 jobs. Trout Unlimited Executive Director David Brooks 
previously told the Montana Standard that the group never intended to target either Montana Resources or Golden Sunlight. The group responded and has put in a second revised measure, that's ballot issue 14. It says that the initiative would not affect mines that already have operating permits. And the Smith River reopened to floaters on Tuesday following a week-long closure because of ice jams. Montana State Parks had closed a 60-mile stretch from Camp Baker to Eden Bridge on April 3rd after a group of floaters were caught in an ice jam. There were no public access points down there, and some local landowners had to assist the party and help them get out of the river. Park manager Colin Mass said Tuesday officials flew over the river. The ice jams have broken up. It does not appear that the ice damaged any camps or other infrastructure this year, unlike past years. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott.